Welcome to the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. I am Gabriel O'Sullivan, and joining me is my homie and co-host, Will Haycox. We are men who have suffered the loss of a child, and through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who have traveled the same journey. Welcome, Will. Welcome, Gabe. So, Welcome, everybody out there. Yeah, this is episode eight. It's going to be our last episode in this series that we've been doing called Tough Questions, Honest Answers. And it is uh, the questions are some of the questions are in the back of my first book right there called Thou Will Be Done, Trusting God in the Midst of Suffering, Pain, or Loss. You can find that on Amazon. And uh, it's not every question that's in the book, but we've gone through some, kind of mm-hmm. highlighted some. Because at the, at the end of each, uh, of about every other chapter, there are questions that relate to the subject matter that we just dealt with. Because mm-hmm. in this book, um, kind of like it says, we believe that there are there are principles that can apply across any tough or difficult or like you know situation that you just can't get your mind around. Mm-hmm. Okay, that you might be going through. So whether that's child loss or whether that's loss of a job, a spouse, relationship, you know, mm-hmm. something happened, your uh, Clemson got beat by Duke. I mean, something, you know, awful like that, yeah, right? Crazy you know, never, situation. Crazy like situation that. like that. That would, that. Never, happen that would never happen in the world. So, um, you know, we, we we just want you to consider, you know, spending some time reflecting on um, on what you've read. And so that's where we're, where we're at. Yeah. With that, we'll jump right into it. So the first question I'm going to ask you, Gabe, have you ever entertained the thought that it might not be worth it to pray? What was your conclusion and why? Ooh, yeah, that is a tough one. Um, so, yes, I've definitely entertained that thought. And the reason for that was that, or is, because I still sometimes think that, I, I, I would say, that I'm like, all right, if God is sovereign, meaning he's over all, above all, knows all, mm-hmm. created all. He's making everything happen or allowing everything to happen mm-hmm. um, that's happening in the world. Then what does it even matter? Like, why would I even ask him anything? Um, because it's like, whatever I ask, like, he's going to do what he's going to do, mm-hmm. right? So when I've had that thought, it's basically been in relation to why should I ask God to do something because it don't matter what I ask him because he's God, he's going to do what he wants to do. Mm. And so um, that's why I've, I've entertained those thoughts before. You know, like if, if God's going to allow my child to be healed, then they're going to be healed. Mm. If I ask God to heal my child and he's like, your child's not going to be healed, then the child's not going to be healed. So mm. why would I even waste my time or breath or energy or maybe... Uh, open myself up to being disappointed mm-hmm. right yeah. by by the fact that that God said no to me and mm-hmm. so where have I taken that from well, I'm taking that from probably just earthly examples you know like when you're a kid and you're like mommy I want to on some chips ahoy and it's you know it's six o'clock and mama's got dinner ready in 6 15 she's like mm-hmm. no and then I'm like mama what's up you don't love me because you don't give me some chips ahoy I'm hungry and I want that mm-hmm. on the sweet goodness of those chips ahoy cookies mm-hmm. and she's like well, I got something better in store for you, but as a kid, you don't care, right? Because mm-hmm. you just want what you want when you want it, and yeah. you you think you know what's best for you. And as as adults, we kind of carry that mindset with us. Mm-hmm. Um, now, where God, I think, has grown me in that is that helping me understand that, like praying is not just about trying to change the mind of an Almighty God, because that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. God is mm-hmm. right. He said, "I am," right, meaning that. He is eternal. He is complete in himself. He's he's his will is going to 
to going to happen and take place um, because it already has happened and taken place because he set it in motion long ago. Um, so it's not about us changing God's mind. It's about us having a relationship with the sovereign God of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so that's a beautiful thing. You know, prayer is not just about us trying to make stuff happen that we want to happen or asking God to, to make things happen that we want to happen. It's prayer is about us having that opportunity to commune with the Lord and allow, instead of us to change him, him to change us. And instead of us trying to align his will with our will, mm-hmm. it's the opposite. It's us aligning our will with his will. Um, and that is a lesson that I probably still have to learn every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's allowed my time with the Lord to not just be a, let me sit down and ask you all these things that I want you to do for me, God. But, um, you know, yes, I'm still going to God with my requests, right? I mean, that Jesus said, you know, he mm-hmm. says to bring your request before God. And so we do that, but it's also... Um, I hope more along the lines of, you know, Lord, help help me to become more like you, mm-hmm. right? And then just by spending that time with you or with God, then uh, we're developing a better relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I've kind of gotten to in my prayer life uh, mm-hmm. is, and I, and, and I got a long way to go. You know, I got a long way to go because I still do more talking than listening, mm-hmm. as, you, as you can tell. Because mm-hmm. I've been talking for five minutes and 47 mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with everything you say. Um, let's say, let's explore this for a little bit. You know, we've both talked to several guys that have been through this, been through the loss of a child. You know, we've both obviously been through the loss of a child, and everyone's different. But I know a question that, or a, a statement that I've heard several times is like, you know, something along the lines of, you know, like you just said, God is so big, He's already got His plans set there's so many there's billions of people in the world and you know god is timeless so he's you know seeing what we consider the future you know past like everything so what if god just doesn't care like what if he just doesn't care what i have to say like is that not possible is that you know what do you think about that Gabe? is it possible god just doesn't care what we have to say we can close our eyes and we can pray and god's just got Three billion people praying to him right now, and he's just like, "Cool guys, I don't have time for all y'all." Yeah. Uh, based on the Jim Carrey movie, uh, that's where I was going to. <laughs> right. Based on no, Bruce he cares, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, he cares. He's gonna answer them on email. No, mm. so, um, sorry, that's probably very sacrilegious thing yeah, to say. Bruce Almighty yeah. is probably not yeah. the best movie to recommend. <laughs> right, yeah. but man, no, I, I mean, God, definitely. I, I mean, I, yes, he cares, mm. or he. A, or he wouldn't have created us. B, he wouldn't have sent his son to, mm-hmm. to die in our place, right? So there, right there is evidence that God cares. But like you mm-hmm. said about the about the minutia, um, yeah, I think he cares about mm-hmm. that too. Even things that we think are little, mm-hmm. you know, like if God says that he knows the hairs on the number of your head, which mm-hmm. for me, he's he doesn't have much to remember, <laughs> like any to remember actually anymore. <laughs> and sorry for those that might be getting blinded. Yeah, on there might be a little the, bit of a glare. Yeah, sorry, sorry for YouTube yeah. and Facebook. Just put on your blue blocker there. glasses yeah. and like go with it or your sunglasses. 
yeah. or your welding glasses mm-hmm, or your whatever yeah. you look at like depends on yeah we got uh, a solar eclipses with like yeah whatever on, the sun comes up that's why we record in the morning because <laughs> we record in the afternoons yes. that sun might reflect off Gabe's head and that's might true. you know sorry destroy the yeah. computer <laughs> like light it on fire like um, a magnifying glass over yes, the hill yeah, that's right yeah. so I um so yeah God. God cares. I mean, there's certainly evidence of that in the scripture. Mm. I'm, obviously, I'll try to search my mind and, and, and think of some that that come to mind. But, you know, I think that there are some things that God it could probably be like, um, you know, almost like we are with our kids. Like if, if, you, if your kid's like at the end of the day, if the kid's like, hey, daddy, should I should I like go go to the bathroom and brush my teeth after after I wash my hands before I go to bed? And you're like, I'm not even going to answer that question because that's just, you know, the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. You go, that's what you do before you go to bed every night. Like, mm-hmm. don't even bother me with that. Like, there could mm-hmm. be some things where God's just like, you don't, what are you even saying here? Right? Like, of course you know the answer to that question. So mm-hmm. there could be some of that. You know, like I remember talking to this guy one time, uh, DJ, our pastor, his mm-hmm. daddy, Pastor, uh, pastor Johnny Horton. I was talking to him uh, one day. He was helping. Uh, we were at DJ's house, and Pastor Johnny was helping DJ like build like a little addition onto to their house. And they were running some electrical wire. And Mr. Johnny was up on the um, on the ladder, and he said, uh, I, "We were talking." He was like, "Hey, we going on any mission trips this year?" And I was like, "I was like, yes, sir. I'm trying to decide. You know, if I'm gonna go here, or there. I just can't. I just don't really know. I'm trying to seek the Lord about it." And he was like. I don't care which mission trip you go on, just go on one. <laughs> and I was just like, right on, right around, mm-hmm. roger that, sir. You know, like, because it was like, you know what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So one of those is definitely in God's will, just do mm-hmm. it, you know. So it mm-hmm. was, uh, maybe there's some of that sometimes. Yeah. But in any event, yes, God cares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a good word. And, yeah, I mean, I just think there's there's so many things you could throw out there that are like, that are quote unquote good or they seem like good excuses for why prayer is a waste of your time but you know I think if you read the Bible you know you have like if you ever read the Bible if you've ever heard of the book of Psalms most of the book of Psalms is essentially prayers mm-hmm. right I mean yeah. it's it is a song it's and a lot of them are written by King David but they're the things that we would pray about and yeah. you know if David is sitting there and I obviously I didn't know David don't know his heart other than what we read in the Bible but David is going through immense hardship and he even lost a child and he is sitting down I don't want to I don't want to equate this like too simply but it's almost like he's sitting there like doing his daily Bible reading like his journey yeah. his journaling I mean you know he's He's sitting there. He's talking to the Lord. He's dwelling on what the Lord tells him. You know what the Lord has shown him through his life and the, the faithfulness the Lord has shown to him. And then he's writing down his heart. He's writing down his thoughts and expressing those to the Lord through song. You know you don't you don't have to pray to God through song, but it sounds like that's basically what David is doing. Mm-hmm. So like I mean, he prays about big things. You know, like you promised that you would make me king, but you know, these people that my enemies are chasing me down and they're going to kill me. And then he prays about, you know, smaller things. Like I'm just, you know, I'm depressed or not smaller things, but you mm-hmm. know, less, more personal things. Not like my life is in danger and my kingdom's in danger, but this is how I feel today, you know? And so I think that's pretty clear if mm-hmm. not only God heard 
these things from David, but that God thought it was right to preserve essentially David's prayers mm-hmm. as part of our scripture, I think speaks volumes as to whether or not he cares about prayer. Mm. Um, and Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like we look, mm-hmm. we read in the New Testament. I mean, you read multiple accounts where it says Jesus got up early in the morning before it was light mm. and went to a mountainside to pray, mm. right? And we, we find that in scripture, multiple places where even though Jesus is God, this is that part of the, you know, mm-hmm. where he is God, but he's also fully God and fully man. And so that, because of that, like he would go and actually give us that example of I'm getting up in the morning and I'm communing with the Father, right? And so if Jesus thought it was a good idea to pray and he is God, then mm-hmm. we might want to take a, a lesson from that as well. And yeah. it made me think about uh, when you were just talking there also I was listening to this, um, I don't know, it's not a podcast. I was listening to an audio the other day, and this guy was talking about how he had just went to an event in New Orleans where he paid $15,000 for three hours uh, with Peyton, Eli, and Archie Manning. It was some kind of fundraiser probably for, like, kids with cancer or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he paid $15,000 for he and his wife to be able to sit with the, the Mannings and just to be able to talk with them, you know, yeah. learn lessons from these mm-hmm. this hugely successful, you know, sports family and, and obviously other other successes that they've had <clears throat> after the sports world. And I was like, man, like that dude spent that much money. I'm not saying it was a waste of money, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like if, if, if we'll pay, if people will pay that much to spend three hours with mm-hmm. some football players, uh, man, how much more like – should we be willing to to give up or sacrifice mm. to be able to spend time with the God that loves us and created us and gave mm. himself for us, right? So, yeah, getting up early before it's dark and spending time in prayers like Jesus did, that's not too much to ask, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a blessing to be able to do that because we don't have to go to, you know, the priest and ask the priest to go into the Holy of Holies mm-hmm. to to then offer our, our prayers before God. Mm-hmm. Like, because of Christ's finished work of atonement on the cross you know the bible says that the 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 veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom Mm -hmm. signifying that now we have the authority and the right and the opportunity to go before god ourselves Mm -hmm. without without a earthly mediator because Mm -hmm. the bible says christ is now our mediator the holy spirit is making groans for us before Mm -hmm. the father that words cannot express and so um so that's a blessing right there you know that we we get to to pray mm-hmm. to to the Lord, and so we don't want to you know we don't want to miss that. Mm. No, I mean I think that's that is that kind of answers the next like two questions we were going to ask. We just kind of talked over there. I mean I think the fact that prayer is not a a quote unquote you know requirement or an obligation, but a privilege. You yeah, know, that you just like you said, I love that example of you know somebody paid. I mean, what you could buy a pretty good car for, for you know, a pretty nice used car, 15 grand. Yeah. Uh, they paid that to hang out with some football players for three hours, some good football players, but still, mm-hmm. for three hours, they paid that. And we have access to the most powerful being in the entire universe who loves us, who has given up his own son and allowed his own son to suffer and be killed so that we could be redeemed from our sin of rebelling against him. So mm-hmm. like 
you know, it's not like we're starting out at a neutral. Like we're starting out at like we rebelled against God. We chose to do the opposite of what he asked us to do. Yet he still redeemed us, drew us closer, had his son go to the cross, die for us, be resurrected to bring us to life with him. And we don't have to pay $15,000 to hang out with him for three hours. That's right. We get to talk with him, hear from him through his word, through prayer, through, like we talked about in the last episode, the guidance of the Holy Spirit for free and not for three hours, but for any time we want in our entire lives. And so I think that's a, that's a good point there that, you know, we really think it'd be, it'd be really cool to go hang out with Dabo Sweeney. It'd be really cool to hang out with Shane Beamer. It'd be really cool to hang out with this person or this actor or this musician or this person. And, you know, I'd give anything to do that. I'd, you know, whatever. It'd be a once in a lifetime opportunity. But we have the real once in a lifetime opportunity of communing with the holy and perfect God who created everything that exists. Mm-hmm. And we don't even take advantage of it most wow. of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's powerful. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. So it's uh, by praying, are we assured of having all of our prayers answered? Why or why not? Mm. That's, uh, that's a loaded question. Yep. I would say the short answer is yes, but maybe not in the way that you think. Like mm. You think okay. if your prayers are answered, if your wishes are answered, that means you got what you wanted. And I don't think that's true. I think... They are answered with a yes, and this is my Southern Baptist growing up in the 90s and early 2000s showing. The answer, prayers are answered with a yes, a no, or wait. Mm. I think you agree with that. I yeah. think that's that's accurate. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you ask for, if you pray for a new car, God's either going to give you a big bonus at work and you're going to get a new car. He's not going to give you a big bonus at work and you're not going to get a new car. Or six months down the road, you might get a raise and then you can afford a new car. You know, like there's, there's three options there. So I think every prayer is answered, but I think we have to reframe our understanding of what it means to have an answered prayer. And I think we also have to take back our, our idea of who God is from a culture that, sees God, treats God as a genie. Mm-hmm. That, you know, if you ever watched Aladdin, yeah. the genie's in the bottle, you rub the, the lamp, genie comes out and he says, I am the great powerful genie. And he's Robin Williams, so it's really cool and funny. <laughs> and what do you want? What are your wishes? And then you get to wish, brand new car, millions of dollars, I'm a prince, whatever Aladdin wished for. And <clears throat> genie snaps his fingers, the thing appears, everything's great. But that's not how God is. He's not... I'm going to snap my fingers and give you every little thing that you ask for. You know, I think it says in the Bible, Jesus says, you know, if you pray in my name, then you will receive what you ask for. And I think that's easily misunderstood that God, help me win the lottery tomorrow in Jesus name. Amen. (laughs) And then you don't get the lottery. You're like, well, Jesus lied. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think, I don't think that's what Jesus is, is meaning there. And I think it's, pretty obvious that's not what he meant because jesus is god jesus can't lie and we're honest with ourselves we probably all prayed some version of that prayer when i'm 15 in high school lord help this girl to like me in jesus name amen Mm -hmm. and then she never liked me so jesus had lied or i'm misunderstanding what he's saying yeah and i think to put that shortly 
praying in Jesus' name is similar to what we talked about with living in step with the Spirit last episode, that it's not about asking for whatever I want in Jesus' name, amen, but it's about praying kind of like what you were talking about with with going on a mission trip. It's it's aligning what I want and what I'm asking for with what God already wants from me. So if I'm praying, you know, Lord, make a way for me to go on this mission trip, he's going to answer that prayer, but it may not be, here's $10,000 from some windfall, some rich relative died and gave you $100,000. So now you can go on this mission trip, but he might open up a scholarship from your church to help you go, or somebody might pay for that trip and then drop out and that it's already paid for. Or you may not be able to go on that trip to Uganda or Ecuador, but something opens up where you can go up to North Carolina and you can witness to people up there, or you can witness to homeless people here in Spartanburg. Like there's, Hmm. there's so many ways that God can answer a prayer that don't meet our expectations of what answered prayer means. If we are, allowing ourselves to be transformed to the mindset of the world. So I think Mm -hmm. to bring it back home quickly for what we're talking about for this podcast, Gabe, I'm sure you, I mean, you talked about in the, in the book, how much you prayed for your girls to be healed. And I I know I prayed for our son Gabriel to be healed. I mean, we, we only had two days from the time we found Mm -hmm. out that he was not no longer alive to the time he was born, Mm -hmm. but I don't even know. I mean, in innumerable amount of times, 50, 100, 200, 500 times in that short period of time, I prayed, God, help the doctors to be wrong. You know, yeah. like you're yeah. in charge of life. So just the fact that an ultrasound machine says there is no heartbeat for my son, I don't care anything about that. You know, yeah. like you can, maybe he is dead. You can snap your fingers and bring him back to life. I pray that, he is healthy. He is whole. We're going to have our son here, and the doctors are wrong. The doctors are like, I've never seen that before. We have an ultrasound here proving he's not alive. He is alive. What's going on? You know, like, I prayed that yeah. dozens or hundreds of times, and it didn't happen. But that didn't mean, that does not mean God ignored my prayer, but it does mean he answered the prayer. I mean, he said He said no. You know, there, like you said earlier, I asked for the the quick fix, the the chips ahoy before dinner that I want my son here right now. And God, my heavenly father said, no, that's not my plan. And I have something better for you in the future. And to me, as that impatient child, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't make any sense. But, you know, even now, a few years later, I can see, I, I can't say that I can see 100% God was right. Not having my son here is better than having him here. But I can say I have started to see small things where God has used our son's death in ways that he couldn't have used our son's life. And I'm not one to say what's better or worse, but I can say I trust God. Hmm. He uses all things for our good and his glory and so God answered the prayer to heal our son with a no, but that's because of his plan and his love for us. And I think that's that's how we should shape our understanding of prayer is whether we're praying for 30 extra dollars so we can go do this or that this weekend, or we're praying that our 
child will be healed from whatever they're going through or that they'll be the doctors will be wrong and our, our child is alive when they said that they were they were gone we need to just trust that the lord will answer our prayer in the way he thinks is best and you know he is the judge of what is good and what is wrong mm. and we just need to align ourselves with the truth and the, the rightness of his ways man and i think you you've only come to that place where you can say what you just said with time and a relationship with the lord mm-hmm. because if you don't know god and you don't know his character through spending time with him in prayer but also through reading his word and through and through knowing what his what god's word says about him then you can't come to those conclusions that you just came to and expressed so eloquently without that relationship. <clears throat> you know, it's just like, I, again, I've probably used this example before, and this is, I'm not equating Michael Jordan to God, okay, with what I'm about to say. Many times you said it, people are going to start to wonder. Yeah. <laughs> However, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you always hear people say, oh, Michael Jordan's just a jerk. He's, you mm-hmm. know, he's a terrible person. Like, he, blah, blah, blah. You watch the, uh, the, the, the last dance yeah last dance mm-hmm. and you might also make those conclusions mm-hmm. uh, by some of the things and so I had the opportunity years ago to go meet Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and I fully expected it to be like this big letdown right mm-hmm. of like he's gonna be such a turd and mm-hmm. he's gonna you know whatever and that was not the truth at all like he was it was just like me and you talking like mm-hmm. he was super kind gracious engaging asking questions, looking you in the eye, like, all in. I mean, just like a regular dude, even though he is not a regular dude, mm-hmm. right? Um, you had to and, stand on a stool so he could look in your eyes, right? <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> but he was kind of leaning back so he could look <laughs> in your eyes. Um, and uh, so that being said, like, I I don't know Michael Jordan, right? I don't know him. Like, he, he might, it might have been for show, it might have been potential where I don't know him, right? But people that do know him and that mm-hmm. love him, like his his family, they know him because they spend time with him, right? Mm-hmm. And so they do know his true character. And so they can say, no, this is the actual truth about him. If I don't know God, if you don't know God, if you haven't spent time in his word, reading about him, mm-hmm. understand the truth about him, having a relationship with him through through scripture and through prayer and through your daily obedience to him, then you can't say what you said, you know? And so that's where people can get into a pickle is making these judgments or passing these judgments about a God. They really don't even know Mm. because they've just got these preconceived notions about God because of this or that. And not because of real life personal experience with Mm -hmm. him where he is a changed them through salvation, sanctification and B where they've been walking with him daily for years. Mm. Okay, so just like someone could say, oh, Jordan's a jerk, or Isaiah Thomas is a jerk, and we, we all know that's true. <laughs> Sorry, Detroit fans. <laughs> Mike Huckle, that's for you. Are there um, Detroit fans? That's <laughs> there a, used to be. That's a question, yeah. Back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And they're all still wearing short shorts. Probably. So they hadn't yeah. gone to the yeah. long, long shorts yet. Um, so... If, if we know the Lord, we can say those things like you just said with confidence. But that takes time because tough and difficult situations are going to make us doubt whether what we read about him is true or not. Yeah. But that's where we don't pull away. That's where we pull closer, right? Like mm-hmm. if, our, if we're having a conversation with our wives 
and she says something that we're like, mm, I don't know, I don't know where she's, I don't know what she just said. I don't know if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. We can just like shut down and become like distant and be like mad because of what we perceived she said to us, mm-hmm. or we can clarify and lean in closer and be like, um, can you go over that with me one more time? Would you? Mm-hmm. Let's, where are you coming from from that? Mm-hmm. And in that, that's going to give us that clarity, mm-hmm. right? But if if we choose to just have this idea about what she said and then not lean in, then our relationship's gonna, there's gonna be a rift, mm-hmm. right? And that's the same way with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's a good word. I appreciate your time listening to this, guys. I appreciate you listening to the series if you've gotten all the way through. I think you said earlier this is the eighth yeah. little part in this series. That might make it the longest series we've done. I think it does. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Milestone accomplished. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, we'll uh, appreciate y'all joining us. We're gonna continue rocking roll with this, uh, with these, uh, you know, obviously with the podcast. Um, this series came from Thy Will Be Done. Uh, trust in God in the midst of suffering, pain, or loss. You can check that out on Amazon, um, digital or e-copy. And then my newest book is called Every Little Thing: Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace. It came from uh, originally the idea from my. Uh, Relationship with Bob Marley songs, uh, sitting on the beach in Hilton Head. You can read about that. I thought you were going to say relationship with Bob Marley. This guy already knows Michael Jordan. Maybe he knew Bob Marley, too. <laughs> no, no. I don't, I don't know when he died. I, you know, I never got to <laughs> meet him, though. Um, and so, yeah, you can get that on Amazon or Apple Books or uh, BarnesandNoble.com or ChristianBook.com in digital or e-copy. So make sure that y'all follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Check out, you know, search for Lost Boys and Found Fathers or at Lost Boys and, um, you know, uh, Found Fathers. You can find those find those uh, on there as well. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Appreciate you. Uh, let's remember to not be lost. Let's be found in him.